And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. We're coming to you live, uh, driving up and down the highways of America, picking up music wherever we can find it. It's out there. It's all over the it's place. all over the place. It's like hanging off the trees. Yeah. And, yeah. People just like throw it to the side and, 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 and don't pay attention to it. And we pick it up and dust it, it off and here yeah. we are. Yeah. Well, that's what we do. Yeah. So we're the dumpster divers of the, dumpster uh, the music industry. <laughs> music industry. Sort of. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> it fits. <laughs> well, people ask us, they say, Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? And that's a, that's a good question. That's a fair question. And uh, we have an answer that's maybe fair. Well, there's a lot of definitions and a lot of opinions. And then there's ours. Yes. And ours is that has, it's music that has... Distinctive, Distinctive American, American roots. roots. That's correct. That's a big palette. Oh, right it's yeah. It could be. It could be a lot of different things. I mean, it could be gospel. Oh, it could be bubblegum, which we've established. Well, that's true. It could be uh, Cajun swing, Creole, country, ragtime, jazz, big band. Did you say R and B? Not yet. Well, I just did. Uh, bluegrass, and it's all over the place. Yeah. It's so, all over the place. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to concede you this one because I've got a bigger list now, but okay. I'm saving some of it for later. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, good, good. So the format of the show is that uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes. Uh, exactly. And we that, do not talk about it ahead of time. We do not. And we parse them out one at a time. And we take turns uh, going back and forth. And we take turns starting the show. And I started last week. You, I, you did. So it's your turn. It is. Okay. Um, well, Leo, just recently, and it might have been last week's show, I can't remember, um, I, I did a Lawrence Welk kind of mix-up. Yeah, you did a mix-up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and in that, I, I did a, a song that uh, the Lawrence Welk Orchestra did with Red Foley. Okay. And at the time, I said, uh, you know, we need to come back and revisit Red Foley. He deserves his own uh, tune. I agree. So, let's do that. All right. Um, I got a great one to start the show out with. Uh, you know, he... He was uh, he was born in Blue Lick, Kentucky. No, he wasn't. Yeah, it seems like somebody else we talked you know, about I, was born in Blue Lick, Kentucky. Because I remember laughing about that yeah. once before. So no, yeah. I don't remember that, but uh, it, it was a musical family. Um, he, you know, he grew up giving little impromptu concerts at his father's general store, and uh, at seventeen, he won first prize in a statewide talent show. And that's where it all goes to heck, right there. Well, yeah, yeah. There, then the ego comes in. That's you it. Know? In 1930, as a freshman at Georgetown College, he was chosen by a talent scout from Chicago's WLS AM to sing with producer John Lair's Cumberland Ridge Runners, mm-hmm. which was the house band uh, on the National Bar Dance. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, then in 1941, so 11 years later... Um, uh, he he was in in two movies, <laughs> portraying himself with Tex Ritter, 
But then he signed a lifetime contract with Decca Records. All right, yeah. lifetime. Yeah, mm, no, I nobody didn't know does that, that anymore, yeah. you know. So uh, then in in 1946, he signed on to MC and perform on the Prince Albert Show, which was the segment of the Grand Old Opry carried on NBC Radio. All right. Okay. And then uh, during the next years, you know, he just established himself as one of the most respected and versatile uh, performers in country music. Yeah, just an icon. So, um, you know, he uh, uh, kind of uh, later in life, he decided he kind of needed to slow down a little bit. He wanted to stay closer to home and all that. So in 1954... Music executive Cy Simon, there's a name. Yeah, Cy Cy Simon. Simon, Yeah, he convinced him to host the Ozark Jubilee on ABC TV and radio. So he moved to Springfield, Missouri. Okay, and apparently that deal was made over a bottle of Jack Daniels whiskey at the Andrew Jackson Hotel in Nashville. I've made deals like that too. Yeah, you probably didn't come out so good. Come out so well, no. But uh, they said he struggled with alcohol, uh, but it was a well kept secret uh, because everybody loved him so much right. you know not like nowadays so anyway uh, I, f- I found a, a compilation it's uh the country music hall of fame with red foley this is a fun version of this tune uh, from 1951 rex foley and the nashville dixielanders doing alabama jubilee <laughs> You ought to see Deacon Jones when he rattles his bones. Old Parson Brown dancing round like a clown. Old Aunt Jemima, who's past 83, shouting out full of pep. Watch your step, watch your step. One-legged Joe dancing round on his toe. Throws away his crutch and hollers. He let her go, oh honey. Hail, hail, the gang's all here for the Alabama Jubilee. Mr. Francis Craig and his bones. Brown, dance like a clown, pull into mama, past 83, shouting out full of pep, watch your step, watch your step, one-legged Joe, round on his toe, throws away his crutch and hollers, he let her go, oh honey, hail, hail, the gang's all here for the Alabama Who's past 83 
side and I'd pull up there. Watch your step, watch your step. One-legged Joe dancing round on his toes. Close away his crutch and hollers. Hey, let her go, oh, honey. Hell, hell, the gang's all here for the Alabama Jubilee. Shave and a haircut. Right now. Right now. We know a pretty good uh, b- Bones player ourselves. Heck we? yeah. Uh, we need to probably feature Barry Bones Patton at he, some point. He really is. He's like a nationally well, international No, he's champion. W- world champion. World champion, yeah. yeah. Uh, so good good, good deal. That's a fun way to get started. It's a fun I think. way to get started. Yeah, very up-tempo. So, Leo, what do you want to follow it up with? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a little troublemaker. Okay. This, this, I feel like stirring the pot just a little bit. Well, why not? Why not? It's kind of your job. Well, it's a, it was a long drive. Okay. Okay. And and you 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 drove some of the time, and I drove some of the time. Right. But when when I was driving, uh, I was I was thinking up you know stuff. Yep, that happens. And I got a rut. And I don't mind okay. and all that. <laughs> okay, I don't mind. <laughs> so so here's what, okay here so I'm gonna probably do this two or three times today. We'll see how it goes. First of all, little controversy, right? Uh, Patsy Montana or Stuart Hamblin? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, so let's just give a little background here. Uh, Patsy Montana is credited with writing the song, uh, I Want a Cowboy Sweetheart. I Want to Be a Cowboy Sweetheart. Yep. Right, in 1934. All okay. right. Mm-hmm. And um, it, the melody, it says, you know, every place I've, I've read, it says the melody is derived for Stuart Hamblin's Texas Plains. Right. Okay. And we know both of those songs really well. Mm-hmm. But there's been so much controversy. There's, there are people in the camps, right? Right. There's a Stuart Hamblin camp says that's his song, and, and he wrote it, and she kind of ripped it off. And then there's the Patsy Montana thing. No, that's a totally original tune. Right. You know, maybe she just worked it a little bit. So, so here's what I thought we'd do. Okay. I thought what I'd do here is start off with Patsy Montana mm-hmm. doing her song, uh, supposed song. And uh, then we'll compare it. We'll go back and then we'll pick up Stuart Hamlin doing Texas Plains. All right. So, because a lot of people maybe don't even haven't heard those two things back. Sure. Then. Yeah. So let's start out with Patsy Montana. Now she, uh, she like I say, she was credited with writing the song in 1934, uh, but it was issued uh, on a Melotone Records originally, and um, she, she, this was the first recording by a female country and western singer to sell a million copies. So it was a big deal. And it was elected to the Country Music Hall of Fame in 1996. So to kick things off on my end of it, Patsy Montana, I want to be a cowboy sweetheart. Desert 
thought because we're gonna come back okay nothing nothing taken away from patsy Monday. no that's a classic it's a classic you and bet. She, she did a great job with it and like i said uh, the first uh, country western female singer to sell mm-hmm. a million copies that's that's saying something heck yeah okay so moving on roger what's yours um a guy by the name of ian no n-o-e mm-hmm. never heard of him nope neither had i okay he, he was born in 1990 I could not find much on this guy. I stumbled across him, uh, but he was uh, born in uh, Beattyville, 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 Kentucky. Okay. And his debut album was uh, Between the Country, which is what we're going to listen to something uh, off of. Um, it was produced by a guy named Dave Cobb, who played guitar on the album and has another guy on bass and organ. But anyway, in 2007, he won the grand prize in the Appalachian Star Search in Hazard, Kentucky. With his original tune, Don't Let the Morning Bring You Down. But here's probably the biggest uh, uh, sentence of what I could find on him. His subject matter includes death, addiction, lost love, and poverty. (laughs) Well, that's a cherry thought. (laughs) Good. Mr. Sunshine. Yeah. So uh, this is from uh, uh, his album, Between the Country. Uh, I think he did like a reissue and uh, uh, remixed some of the tunes. I like this cut of it a little better. Uh, From 2019... Uh, Ian, no, and and this is a song. It's a this is a song about life, man, and about addiction and family and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And it just really spoke to me. Um, Ian, no, doing Irene Raven Bomb. Irene pulled in at midnight, lit on smoking beer, proudly crawled to the porch and called. Your favorite child is here Ma ask where you living And are you living right within She said with fire like a gospel choir A saint immune to sin Old Irene Like a raven bomb Cutting every rug and killing every judge She 
You know, we all know somebody. Somebody like that. What was it like? They said she was dumping visine in her eyes. Good grief. Who hasn't been there? Uh-huh, yeah, who hasn't? Yeah. Uh, who hasn't? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure somebody. Oh, look at the time. Hey, yeah, yeah. we have uh, we've kind of used up our time for this segment, I think. We need uh, to take just a little break. Well, uh, tomorrow's moving day, of course. Always. Yep. So we need to go police the area. Exactly. Uh, we need to pick up our trash, and uh, let the dog out. Let the dog out. And, uh, of course, we need to check that left, left rear inside, inside duel. duel yeah. Absolutely. So uh, we'll go do that um I'll grab the tire tester. <laughs> Thank you very much. You get a trash bag. I'll get a trash bag. This is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. Well, we're back. We're back. 
Um, yeah. Uh, you know, the uh, that tire was uh, just a little low. A little low. Yeah. We, but thanks for pumping it back up. I, yep. you know, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yep. Three and the trash minutes. is all cleaned up now. Yeah. You know, that that uh, Brad Keselowski, uh, he really knows what he's talking about. He knows. About. What he, he, he knows, knows his, his tires. tires. Yeah. yeah, that's that's for yeah, sure. He does, man. Absolutely. I mean, you know, those NASCAR guys, they're going like, I don't know, really fast. Really fast. Like, Real fast, like really, really fast, really, really and, fast. and you know, three pounds makes a difference. That's to them. right. But for us, we're at like fifty-five. Oh, we got a duel, you know. Yeah, we, uh, we, we got a kind of a spare. It's kind of a spare. Yeah. Think about dueling. Not guys. good advice to anyone <laughs> no. listening. We nobody should take any advice <laughs> from us about <laughs> anything. anything. Yeah, no, that's true. Absolutely not. That's true. Well, we're broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in. Uh, is it Arundel? Uh, they, they pronounce it Arundel. Arundel, Maine, right? Yeah, it's got a funny spelling to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a it's a nice place. Well, it's a nice place. Yeah. I mean, uh, the the last census I could find from the, the lady down at the library, she says about four thousand people give or take. Well, that's about right for but, us. But it's but it's part of a much larger area, actually, and I guess they call it the constituent communities and neighborhoods of get a load of this, Arundel Village, Vinegar Hill, Riverside. Log Cabin Crossing, Jeff Mill, Miller's Crossing, and Cottage Hill. With all these wonderful names, you'd think they'd have a really be- beautiful kind of a, you know wild history, right? Yeah, yeah. Nah, no, 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 no. In fact, in January of 2010, nothing happened here whatsoever. <laughs> And that seems to be the case yeah, well, with a lot of the history of this town. I mean, but listen, there's one thing. That, there's a common thread that keeps coming back. This town is really old. I mean, it was first established in 1681. Wow. Right? That's old. That's like more than a couple of decades. You yeah. Know? It's a long time. And, and, but at the time, yeah. guess what? Guess who was living here then? Mm, Indians. Oh, of course. That just comes up all the time. Yes. We don't know where the Indians are now, but they're not here. Right. That's for sure. But now, Roger, this is one of the few times I've thought maybe we are staying in the wrong campground. Well, there was that one time down in Naples. Oh, okay. Yeah, Naples we definitely one. were. We definitely were there. Yeah. But this is for a different reason than Naples. Naples, we were kind of, we, we were not classy enough to be <laughs> we in Naples. Even close. They looked at us. Yeah. In this case, there's a, there's this place that we found. I mean, we'll take, I'll take over there later and show you before okay. we go. But uh, it's a, first of all, it's called Bentley Saloon, right? Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a premier biker destination. That's oh. what it is. I mean, it's it's a biker joint, right? It's a really good one. It's a, it's a high class place, but they have a it's they say it's within walking or stumbling distance. Good. Uh, from the saloon is a campground with 100 full service RV sites. Oh right? well, yeah. And and part and models for rent, six motel rooms. I mean, they're they're set up, and you can just like crawl to the bar. <laughs> For this place. Well, we had to go to the Shady Grove one because that's our thing. That's our thing. Yeah. But, you know, if we come this way again, which is unlikely because they yeah. might still be looking for us, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Bentley Saloon would be the place to go, I think. Awesome. There you go. Okay. Well, hey, Leo, thank you for that. Uh, uh, and you know what? Hey, what? It's your turn. I know it's my turn. Yeah. What do you got? Let's back up a little bit here. We, we started off with Patsy Montana a little yep. bit and the controversy about Cal, uh, Cowboy Sweetheart, right? All right. All right. Let's talk about Stuart Hamlin now. He was born in uh, 1908. He passed away in 1989. But this guy was a prolific writer and a great entertainer. And he wrote this song called Texas Plains um, early in his career. And um, this was the song that Patsy Montana reworked into her million-seller hit, right? Mm -hmm. So anyway, 
Um, by, the, by the way, we're very familiar with that song because we've, we've recorded we, it. We do it in Three Trails. That's exactly right. Great song. It's a wonderful song. It yeah. really is. It's a lot of fun, especially when we get Lori. Uh, Lori Brooke, yeah, yeah, yodeling on it. Yodeling yeah. on it. That's, that's something. Maybe we ought to play that one of these times. Yeah, we, we will. He, um, here's what happened. Uh, Stuart Hamblin was rocking along, and be, uh, he, he had a religious conversion. And, um, he, in fact, he got so converted that he was fired from his position as a disc jockey uh, because he refused to do alcohol commercials. And they had a beer sponsor. Yeah, that's, <laughs> so, that's a problem. That's a problem. Wow. But he went on to write a lot of really famous songs. One of the, the most famous was, uh, It's No Secret What the Lord Can Do, right? And uh, he, in fact, uh, John Wayne uh, heard him say something about that, because when he offered him a drink and he turned it down, and Stuart said, oh, it's no secret what the Lord can do. Uh-huh. He wrote the song, and... Listen to all who recorded that song. Rosemary Clooney, Kate Smith, Jim Reeves, Wayne Newton, Leslie Uggams, Joe Stafford, Gordon McRae, Anne Murray, Tom Netherton, Eddie Arnold, Pat Boone, Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, Hank Snow, and Ernest Tubb. All, all charted versions of wow. that song. So, so there you go. So now we've established as a hell of a songwriter, right? You bet. So now let's go back and remember what we're doing. We're comparing this song, uh, Texas Plains, to Patsy's Montana I want to be a cowboy's sweetheart. I want to drink my java from an old tin can While the moon goes climbing high I want to hear the song of a whippoorwill I want to hear a coyote cry I want to feel the saddle horse between my legs Riding him out on the range Just to kick him in the side To make him show his stepping pride Back on those Texas plains Each night in my dreams Somehow it seems that I'm back where I belong Just a country hit Way back in the sticks Back where I was born Your city lights and your city ways Man, they're driving me insane I wanna be alone I wanna be back home Back on my Texas plains I wanna drink my java From an old tin camp While that moon goes climbing high I wanna hear the song of a whippoorwill I wanna hear the coyotes cry I wanna feel the saddle horse between my legs Riding him out on the range Just to kick him in the side To make him show his stepping pride Back on my Texas plane That thunder as she booms and rolls I want to feel the rain in my face A thousand miles from your city lights Drawing a cowhand's weight I want to sleep that night beneath the stars above A cold moon shining down I want to cook my coffee over cactus skulls Fifty miles from town I want to drink my java from an old tin camp While that moon goes riding high 
I want to hear the song of a whippoorwill. I want to hear the coyotes cry. I want to feel the saddle horse between my legs. Riding him out on the range. Just to kick him in the side, make him show his stepping pride. Back on my Texas plane. Wait for it. <laughs> there it is. Okay, now you've now they've heard both, right? Yep. And I, I'm, I'm coming down firmly in in the Stuart Hamlin camp here. I think yeah. he wrote the original song. Patsy knocked it off. Yeah. They're still great songs. They're both great songs. They're great songs. So yep. there you go. Okay. Yep. Now, I'm not done being controversial yet, so okay. but I'm done with that one for right now. All right. All right, Rog, what's up? You know, sometime back, um, uh, I featured a tune, and the bass player was a guy by the name of Don Bagley. Okay. And um, I, I, I remember saying, hey, we need to go back and revisit this guy. There are not a lot of uh, albums out there featuring bass players. You notice that, huh? Right. Yeah. And so this is for you, Leo. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Well, thank you. That's very nice. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about this guy. He was born in 1927 in Salt Lake City, Utah, and he received formal training on the double bass in uh, Los Angeles. And in 1945, he played with Shorty Sherlock and Wingy Manone. Oh, we've been there before. We talked about him yeah. uh, not too long ago, well, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. In 1948, he played with Dick Pierce. Uh, 50 to 53, and sporadically thereafter, he played with Stan Kenton. Uh, and during his time with Kenton, um, a song was uh, written, and it was called A Study for Bass, okay. all right? Mm-hmm. And and I think we'll put this on our website. Right. It's very interesting. It's long, and it's mostly all bass, uh, you know, probably wouldn't be good for the show itself. But, it's, it's, it, but they wrote the song. Bill Russo and um, Bill Holman wrote the song to feature Bagley's playing. Huh. Wow. Specifically for that, oh, cool. it's quite interesting. But like I say, uh, probably not the right tune for the show. But um, in '54, he fronted his own uh, ensembles and everything. He worked ex- extensively as a session musician with Nat King Cole, Maynard Ferguson, Dexter Gordon, um, and, and you know he just played with everybody: Les Brown, uh, Jimmy Rolls, Shelly Mann. Um, so he's a bass player's bass player, gotcha. you might say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he did come back, and uh, he did, I think, three albums. Uh, but this was one, uh, it's, uh, the name of the album is called Basically Bagley. <laughs> okay. uh, but it's got a whole lot, it, it's, it's jazz, but it really features his playing. Uh, I picked one that I uh, like a lot called Double Stop. Thank you. 
end. Everybody drop your instruments. Everybody drop the <laughs> microphones. That's really yeah. cool, man. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Wow. Uh, well, I'll put that uh, Stan Kenton uh, study for bass on the website if anybody wants to check it out. I, it's I pretty cool. Check you, it out. you definitely yeah. need to do that. I you, shall do you that. You might learn something. No. Just saying. Okay. No, fine. probably not. Yeah. Okay, I'm, Leo. I'm a slow learner. But... <laughs> Back to you. Okay, this is where I'm, I'm going to get down the weeds a little bit. Okay. This is a little bit controversial, right? And uh, I could be getting in trouble uh, with some people about that. But I'm going to talk about the song Ring of Fire. Oh, okay. okay. Everybody knows that you know Johnny Cash was a huge hit for him. Right. But once you start digging a little bit, there's a kind of a history uh, that goes to that song. Now, here's the thing. Uh, his, his, his version was uh, recorded and released in 1963. However, he was not the first person to record the song. Um, it was originally recorded by a June Carter's sister, Anita Carter. Okay. All right. On her Mercury Records. Mercury Records comes up a lot yeah, in the conversation. Sure. But uh, they did an album called uh, Folk Songs Old and New in 1963. Okay. So um, they, they, uh, they, they released it as a single. And it was a featured pick hit in Billboard magazine. But that's really about as far as it went, went there, right? So what happened was... Uh, everybody thought that she had written, uh, June Carter had written this song about Johnny and everything. Well, okay, maybe not so much because mm. the, the the song is actually credited uh, to June Carter and uh, this guy named Kilgore. I can't remember his um, Johnny. Let's see, what was his first name? I, I'll tell you in a minute. Anyway, here's the thing: Johnny Cash's first wife was named Vivian. Okay, and uh, she had an autobiography that she wrote. And she said, one day in early 1963, uh, while I was gardening in the yard, Johnny told me about a song he had just written with Merle Kilgore and Curly Wild, uh, Curly Wild out fishing on the lake. And he says, I'm going to give June Carter half of the credit on this song. And she says, why? And he says, well, I'm trying to help her. She, she needs the money. You know, I'm going to help her out. Well, things were already going kind of south between Vivian and Johnny anyway. And she uh-huh. didn't take this. So she went on to write some really nasty stuff about the arts. She said, one thing she said, uh, to this day, it confounds me to hear the elaborate details June told of writing that song for Johnny. Uh, she didn't write that song any more than I did. The truth is, Johnny wrote that song while he was pilled up and drunk. Wow. <laughs> and she said, she has no idea what that song is actually about. Okay, that's the controversy, right? Interesting. So here's what I'm going to do, just for fun. The, I'm, first, I'm going to play uh, the original, the, the first version um, from uh, from uh, June's sister, Anita. Right. And you'll hear some differences in the in the lyrics and the makeup of the song. And then we'll play Johnny's version after that. Okay. Here we go. Ring of Fire. Fire, the ring of fire, the ring of fire. 
The taste of love is sweet When two fiery hearts meet I believe you like a child Oh, but the fire went Not familiar with that version. I've never heard that before. Of the song. I haven't either. Super cool. Though. Pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, good find. We'll, we'll come back and do Johnny's version a little bit and a little more background at that time. Awesome. In the meantime, we are out of time. Uh, we're out of time. We need to take a break. Uh, we need to do that. Uh, and this is where we go and apologize to the neighbors. The neighbors are waiting outside the door for their apologies yeah, right now. I, I think our reputation precedes us. <laughs> I think either that or it exceeds us. One of the other. <laughs> I don't see any pitchforks and torches. <laughs> so grab that six pack. Let's go do that. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. <laughs> oh, look out. Look out. We're backing up. That's we are backing up. Yeah, it's kind of our job. What's it's yeah. what we do? Uh, we we back up because we are the derriers. Uh, yes, that's right. Up. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Roger. What's well, up? Well, this is the part of the show where we uh, we like to suggest to people, um, maybe you know, insinuate, uh, recommend. We're just going to beg. We'll beg. We'll beg. Uh, we'd like to, we would like to beg all of you, uh, to the two of you that are listening, uh, which might be you and me. <laughs> That's what it might uh, be us. Uh, go to our websites and check them out. Uh, the one for this show is thederrieres.com. And please put the there. In there because if, you if can't you, unsee that. If you don't. If you don't. Yeah. That's right. And, of course, you can go to the band website. That's which right. Is, That's threetrailswest.com with the number three in it. Right. So we got all kinds of music up there, and you can look at our CDs and oh, you know, yeah. catch up with what we're doing. You know, if if you go there, you're going to find a lot of content. content. Uh, and if you look at it, we're pretty certain you will be contented. contented. But there's so much of it. Yeah. You could become confused, confused, in which case you should just contact, contact us, and we'll get you all straightened out. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Uh, you know, you can, um, you can go to the Contact Us tabs on both websites, or you can get directly to us through our email addresses. Fancy new ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, mm-hmm. at thederrieres.com. Yeah, and you know, the other thing you can do is you can go to um, the uh, Americana Roadshow tab at thederrieres.com, and you can listen to or download any of our past episodes. And listen to them at your... Leisure, preferably while you're wearing your leisure Leisure suit. suit. Yeah, that'd be super cool. That'd be very cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, people ask us. They say, "Derriers, you know exactly why do you just travel across this country and you know in that old RV and." Um, you know, and, and do your show at Shady Grove RV Park. It's, it's not the life we chose. It's like the life that chose us. Yes. That's kind of the thing. Yeah. You know, like uh, our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, they have these things called ranches. ranches uh-huh. yeah. And they do their shows from the, the relative comfort of the ranches. I'm thinking slippers, bathrobes. Yeah. And uh, hot cocoa, maybe. Hot cocoa and nice. Lazy Boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, Rex, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the 
Doska Basis Mountains. Uh-huh. Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch. Uh, Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. Mm-hmm. And of course, Orrin Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. That's exactly right. Yeah, we have, we were whining about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. Mm-hmm. Tell our pal Suzanne. And what'd she do? She straightened us out. She said, she? You guys have a ranch. She said, It's the entire continental United States. You could say, We have a ranch. Without fences. Right. We go where we want to go. And we roam the range in our RV. Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. Sweet Rosie. Ah, yes. Rosie gets us there. That's right. So far, every time. I want to call it the Love Mobile because we just love Rosie so much. Yeah, but yeah, let's not. Let's not do that. That'd be <laughs> a little weird, it, wouldn't it? It just made me feel awkward. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're right. This is terribly awkward. Let's just move along. Okay. Okay. Well, whose turn is it? I can't remember. I believe it's mine. I think it is. Uh, you know, I have to thank uh, my brother-in-law, Sean, uh, for the recommendation on this next one. You know, I, I got to tell you what, I like my in-laws. Yeah, I'm fortunate that way. That's very weird. Well, I just, I like them all. I've I've been real lucky that way. And he suggested this guy. The guy's name is Darius Carlos Rucker. I know Darius Rucker. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, you know, he, he kind of made his big splash um, with a, as a lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist of Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie and the Blowfish. He was Hootie. Yeah. And I remember he had two side guys. He, right. He, he's black, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the two other guys are, are white. And they said that they were the only white guys in an otherwise all-black band, is what they used to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, he co-wrote most of the songs with the other members of the band. Uh, you know, they, they, they had all kinds of hits. Uh, but back uh, in, uh, let's see, uh, in 2001, uh, 2002, I'm sorry, uh, he released a, a, a solo. Yeah. And, and it didn't chart or anything. But six years later, Rucker signed to Capitol Nashville as a country music singer. No. And he released the album Live to Learn that year. Its first single, Don't Think I Don't Think About It, made him the first black artist to reach number one in the hot country songs charts since Charlie Pride in 1983. No kidding. I didn't realize that. It's cool. Uh, Now, Ray Charles hit number one in March of 85 in a duet with Willie Nelson with Seven Spanish Angels. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was followed by two more number one singles. Uh, But then um, in 2009, Darius became the first black American to win the New Artist Award from the Country Music Association and the second black person to win any award from the association. No kidding. Yeah. So he's really torn it up, you know. And and, uh, from everything I read, it sounds like he's just a great guy, too. Just a really, you know, locked down good dude. Well, I... um, So if you listen to stuff, he's pretty... Pretty good country, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much a solid country. But I found uh, uh, there's an album that he did uh, in 2010 called Charleston, South Carolina, 1966. Wow. So that was the name of the album. And I found a tune, and it, it's it's a, a bluegrass tune. Really? And I'm listening to it, and uh, man, here's a mandolin and banjo playing away. And I kind of looked into it a little bit, and Sam Bush is playing mandolin. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Um, uh, Bela Fleck is on banjo. No. John Cowan is singing back uh, background vocals. He had the whole New Grass Revival <laughs> band there. <laughs> He's like, all except Pat Flynn. Wow. Uh, it's it's a fun tune. Like I say, probably a little out of what his normal wheelhouse is, but boy, it sure spoke to me. Let's listen to uh, Darius Rucker from Charleston, South Carolina, 1966, doing Love Will Do That. (laughs) 
The second I saw you, what was important wasn't important no more. Love will do that. Love will do that. Made the old moon burn brighter, lit two all nighters, made sleeping a thing of the past. Love will do that. Love will do that. It changes everything, makes the angels sing, puts the past in the past. It'll drive you crazy sometimes, it just makes you laugh. Yeah, love will do that. Turns minutes to hours, days into years Gets time to move in so fast Love will do that Oh, admit you move mountains or not an inch Life's good right where we're at Love will do that Love will do that backup guys right never heard this cut before yeah yeah it was a, a find for me i really enjoyed it, it sounds very new grass revival it very does yeah yeah, 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 yeah absolutely right it was fun all right and thank you sean for pointing me in that direction i enjoyed that there you go we always look for that kind of information from people that happen yeah. to listen to the show we yeah well I, i'm not saying he actually listened to the show oh, but he just gave, okay okay there you go <laughs> who knows <laughs> Okay, Leo, it's back to you. Well, I'm going to circle back now. Remember, okay. I was talking about the Ring of Fire thing. Yes, sir. Okay. And we and I already mentioned how Anita Carter actually recorded the song before Johnny ever did, mm-hmm. right? And it, however it came to pass. Right. So anyway, uh, so the uh, 
it, it was, all the song was accredited to our, to Carter and Kilgore, right? Um, uh, Vivian Cash, mm-hmm. Johnny's first wife, um, starts, states in her autobiography, one day in 1963, he came back from a fishing trip and said he had heard this song. Well, Anita Carter recorded it first. And what Johnny said was, I'm going to give you six months. to, And if you don't get a hit with that song, then I'm going to record it because I had a dream where there are mariachi horns in this thing. Oh, wow. So I'm going to give it six months. If you don't get a major hit, <laughs> then I'm going to record it and put those those trumpets in there. He sure did, didn't he? He sure did there. So let's just listen to it, man. Here comes the, the more famous version of Ring of Fire with Johnny Cash. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, 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 and the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire, the ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours meet I fell for you like a child Oh, but the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire There you go. Wow. And now you know the rest of the story. Yes. Yeah. All right. That's cool, Leo. Thanks. Well, it's back on you, Raj. Okay. Sometime back, I featured a guy named Jim Lauderdale. Yep. Okay. And I mentioned this project at the time, and, and I said, we have to come visit it. So in the summer of 1979, Jim Lauderdale made a pilgrimage to Nashville from North Carolina with two goals, to work with and befriend Roland White and George Jones. All right, sure. Okay. I think I talked about this yeah. a little bit. And, and I've never met George Jones. We have met Roland. Yes. Yes, we've hung out uh, with him a little bit. But anyway, bit. the result of that, I don't know what happened with George Jones, but they um, they did a recording okay. in Earl Scruggs' 
basement studio. I remember. Okay, I think yeah, I talked I about that. Yeah, we did. And it it just didn't get a formal record deal, and it was unreleased. Um, and some years later, Roland White's wife discovered a reel-to-reel of a rough mix in a, in her basement, mm-hmm. and they released it. So listen to the guys on this. Um, banjo is a guy named Stan Brown, bass Terry Smith, Dobro Gene Wooten, mm-hmm. fiddle Johnny Warren, lead guitar Marty Stewart, mandolin guitar vocals Roland White, and it's produced by Roland White. So this is from 1979, Jim Ro- uh, Lauderdale and Roland White. It was released in 2018. Um, I might take you back again. I did not recognize yeah. it from the title, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a great little project. It's a it's a bunch of great stuff, and you know what? What's that? We're out of time. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Whoa, yeah, we, we gotta are get way out, out of here. Time. Yeah. Uh, get uh, packed uh, up and get out of here. But we gotta figure out where we're going. Where we're going. Okay. And whose turn is it to uh, throw the dart? Let's see. It's my turn to throw the dart. Okay. So, so I you go get, get the, the map. map. Okay. Now okay. give me a second. Okay. It's way back here. I'm going right. as fast as I can. Hold on. Okay. What? Wait a minute. Okay, I got it. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yep, here it is. Here it is. Put it up on the wall. Up on the wall. You can look right through it. I know, it's great. Okay, there it is. Um, You get the circle. uh, No, I got to get the dart. Get the dart. It's in the spoon drawer, too. Okay, yeah. Uh And got it. Okay, good. Okay. In the circle. I'm there. I'm ready. You ready? Uh huh. Okay. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Boing. 
Oh, oh, we went south. Well, that's good. Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, Mellington, Tennessee. Never heard of it. Mm, I don't know about it either, but I guess we'll find <laughs> I out. I guess we'll find out. Okay, well, hey, fun show. This has been a good time. Yeah, yeah it's been good. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, we'll get packed up, get out of here, and uh, do a show next week from Millington, Tennessee. Um, you know what? What? This has been the American Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. And look out behind you. It's the Derrier.